The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. because we get to talk to our favorite master ghost storyteller, Lopaka Kapanui, the founder of one of the best ghost tours in the country, Mysteries of Hawaii. Welcome, welcome, Lopaka, to Mothership once again. <laughs> yes. Three years, three years, I think. Three years, three years of going. Yes. Okay, so I got to ask, how how have you been? Because the last time we talked, I know, um, you know, the COVID restrictions were still in place. And you're telling us that the spirits were weren't used to people hanging around at home all the time. So so what's changed in the spirit world since then? Well, they're not used to hanging around at home. So now they're following me around. (laughs) Oh, no. Just basically hijacking everything I do. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, you've been doing a lot. We're actually, uh, we're actually transitioning into films too. What? So, uh, two of our two of our films have won awards at the Hawaii International Film Festival uh, for the past two years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that, and uh, screenplays uh, still in the works. uh, So we'll see how that goes, but that's where we're at now. Yeah, <clears throat> last time that we were talking to you, you were getting ready for um, something at the Waikiki Show, and then yeah. I saw that you were at the Hawaii Theater, and that then was crazy. I saw that you're going to be talking, uh, at, is it Doris Duke? Did you Doris Duke on the 28th, yeah. Yes, I saw that. See, you're, so you have good spirits, apparently, <laughs> that, that are following you around, apparently. Well, you know, uh, the one we did at Hawaii Theater, there's this one spirit that kept, kept coming through the whole show. And so finally, toward the end, you know, I asked for that person's name again. And I think it was like Irene Foster. And so finally, at the end, there's this voice in the darkness of this full capacity Hawaii theater. And the voice identifies himself as her caretaker. And he was there the moment she passed. And so her spirit essentially was there to let him know that, you know, she loved him for being there. Uh, She died of cancer. And she had this fear of dying alone, but, you know, he was there to help her transition. And then some guy in the audience has brought about a guy, his grandfather, David Ka'ulu La'au, comes through and, and is basically telling, you know, stop being rough, you know, no make all tough, Kaimba. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so I asked him in the audience, I said, are you that kind of guy? Like, you know, you back all tough. And so he didn't answer. I think it was his brother answered. And in the middle of this full house of people, he goes, yes, he is. He's exactly that kind of guy. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, yeah. For, for those who don't know, uh, you know, yeah, this is a, the third third time that Lopaka has been on with us. It's, it's like Hanahole for the third time. And, and we love inviting Lopaka back again and again, because his stories touch us, not just chillingly, but it's very meaningful too, because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, history, um, you know, and, and talk about the past and the connection. Um, and, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, recently, Lopaka, there, there have been rumblings, you know, under Mauna Loa, and then that's got everybody on edge because it's been, what, more than 40 years or so since, you know, Mauna Loa yeah. erupted. And yeah. um, we're long overdue for an eruption, but aside from the eruption itself, what do you make of the rumblings or what do you know of? Is there any significance of it happening right now? I got a lot of friends who are, I hope this is the right term and they don't get mad at me, uh, volcanologists. <laughs> yeah. Is that what they are? Yeah. <laughs> so they've been telling me for a while that, you know, <laughs> Mauna Loa has sort of like been overdue for some activity. But they also told me what's interesting about the legends of Pele and her journey down the island chain is that <clears throat> all those instances where volcanoes have erupted, <clears throat> as Pele is coming down the island chain, coincides exactly what volcanic activity recorded, you know, in time in the history of the world. So they said there's actually something to this Pele legend. And so short story, uh, before the rumblings were official, you know, on the news, uh, there have been people talking about seeing the old Hawaiian woman in the white gown, you know, walking around Salt Lake, uh, Aliyah Manu, Diamond Head side, uh, near Punchbowl, you know, wherever craters are at. So that's sort of like the precursor to, to volcanic activity. What should somebody do if they encounter the woman? No matter what the circumstance is, no matter what it is, give her the ride. Or if she asks for water or food, give it to her. Yeah, you, you're going to be stared. Yeah, go ahead. Does she come out in the day or night or does it matter? It doesn't matter. But the point is, no matter what, what the circumstances are, if, even if you're scared, just let her get in the car, give her the ride, give her the food, because it kind of turns out that those few minutes you take to, to give her kindness or offer her the ride, it's those couple minutes that she's buying you time not to get hit head on in a car accident or a tree fall, fall across the road in your car, you know, or mm -hmm. some disaster, you know, like the boulders now in uh, Moanalua. You know, she could actually help prevent that if you just stop to, you know, give her some water or some bread. Oh, that is, that's interesting. And, and you know yeah. what? Thank, thank you for that tip because uh, you're helping a lot of people stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so if you guys live anywhere near any, you know, dormant crater, you know, be on the lookout. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you know, and October also is a month where, um, you know, apparently there is an increase in shark sightings and, and shark mm -hmm. encounters, and hopefully that doesn't translate to, you know, shark attacks. But what yeah. can you tell us about, you know, more sharks in the water during this month? What's significant? Um, you know, it may or may not, and some expert will probably find out if this is the migratory year for sharks. 
But <clears throat> my caution to, to people who have sharks as almakua, you know, protective deities of their family, um, please know, you people who have shark almakua, that it's only that shark that's your guardian. So no go jump into a school of sharks and expect not to be eaten because you probably will. You only get protection from that one shark. No get carried away. <laughs> I didn't know that. I I want I think the Kane's have it, it's I think the Amokoi is a shark, but I didn't realize it. How do you know what shark it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you let them spell you. <laughs> you gotta research your family genealogy. So ours is uh Komohoalii, you know, the Pele's brother. But other families have specific kinds of shark omakua. And so they show up, you know, uh, to chase fish into your net, protect you from man-eating sharks. Uh, sometimes they'll even appear in your dreams and give you warnings and signs. And in this uh, account of Mary Kalena Pukui, who grew up in Kau, she talked about, you know, a cousin of hers who had a hard time conceiving, and their omakua was a shark. And so for a period of one anohulu, I think that's 10 days, like every night she had this dream that this huge shark would swim up right to the sand, uh, turn into this tall, dark Hawaiian man, long white hair, and the eyes all red from sea salt. And he would walk into the house and go find where she was sleeping. And then, um, I don't know if we have kids listening, so um, they did homework together. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Yeah, real difficult kind of homework. Oh. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the woman ends up hot pie. And so, the, the result was twofold. You know, the family of the girl who couldn't conceive, now Hapai, uh, on one hand, they're happy because they're going to have another, you know, Mo'opuna. On the other hand, they're kind of worried because what if that baby is part shark? Mm. So there are many, many uh, instances where families have actually had uh, children born who are actually part, part shark. Mm. I know it seems a, far, a, a little bit far-fetched, but, you know, I'll tell you that um, 95% of the time, a lot of things are explainable, you know, historically, psychologically, whatever. Uh, but I deal in the 5%. Mm -hmm. And so it's within that 5% that these things actually do happen, have happened. Lopaka, mm -hmm. <clears throat> can you explain for our listeners who may not be familiar with, with your, you know, line of heritage and, um, do you have a connection, you know, way back when to like prophecy or is that, is that within your family roots? It's within our family roots. And uh, even our, our Aunt Ella used to talk about that part of the family being the caretaker of a shark that used to live under a Pu'ukohola on the big island. And a lot of people thought, you know, that was a, a fairy tale or a fable, but when they were reviving uh, the practices at Pu'ukohola, which is Kamehameha's heiau. Uh, a kumuhula sat on top of that heiau and began to, you know, uh, beat this pahu drum. And the waters in Spencer Beach, right below, all of a sudden the whole bay is filled with sharks. <clears throat> on the other hand, um, <laughs> if you're that kind of family, you can also send out your shark omakua as a curse to do harm to people. Mm. Yeah, so... There's that too, but you know, we, in, in spite of the fact that I dress in black all the time, I actually, I actually deal in the light, believe it or not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, 
Um, and I know that you explained to us on previous podcast episodes that you you, you have a sixth sense within you. You can sense things. Um, is there anything, I guess, what around you? Well, I, I didn't say me particularly. <laughs> is um, that the question? Well, or, or maybe about any of us. At no, <laughs> I don't want to know. Brooke is always down to know. She is. Yeah. She is. Yeah. Brooke actually needs a one-on-one -on -one session outside. There's, there's a lot. Wow. Um, yeah. But Stephanie, at your station, there's really good energy. You don't really have anything to worry about. You know, you got a good, good crew, you know, good news people. So you guys should be fine. Oh, okay. So that's the only energy you're talking about. You're not talking about within the building or? No, uh, the building is, is good too. But I think because of the combination of people you have at the studio, there's, mm -hmm. there's a lot of positive energy. It might be squabbles here and there, you know, small idiosyncrasies, but overall, you know, you guys are a family, you're a good group, mm -hmm. you know? And I can say that because I've been there a lot. So I, I know the studio is a really good place. Oh, yeah. I just heard a creak behind me when you said oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is probably Kyahi Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Cut it okay, you rascal guys, you rascal guys. Brooke, did you have any uh, questions? I know that you kind of had some wonderings. Um, just, I'm just always fascinated with, with, um, your abilities, Lopaka, and I, and, you know, just the, and also how you're rooted with the culture. So I think it's just so important and so unique. Um, so yeah, I, I guess maybe a question would be anything in this past year, since we've spoken to you last that have been significant or something that's, that you'd like to share with our listeners? I mean, past year that happened to me? Yeah. Or you? Oh, uh, well, just me? like it's. <laughs> yeah, you, you can start you with a, you. A, a, you need a one-on-one -on -one session more. more <laughs> oh. Um, just like I said, more more spirits coming through more directly. Um, yeah, um, and all the time. So even my wife says when I sleep, I make funny kind of noises. So it might be those two. <laughs> oh, interesting. How is yeah. how is your wife used to all your um your senses and and what's coming through to you? Oh. Like, does she just leave you alone when you're going through something? Or oh, <laughs> let me ask her. it by now, right? Let me ask her, babe. How do you feel <laughs> when I'm having all these? They're asking how do you feel when I'm having all these spiritual experiences. She's laughing. Mm -hmm. She's shrugging her shoulders. She said she don't know so that means she's just learned to deal with it <laughs> mm, wow. she has some of those herself and we also do uh, investigations here and there so she's she's had had her own experiences i think sometimes you should actually have her on this thing mm. um wow yeah her experiences are, are pretty gnarly <laughs> oh whenever you're ready let <laughs> me said whenever you're ready yeah. <laughs> what kind of invest what kind of investigations do you guys do um we have a group of people called the grant society so these are people with uh natural psychic abilities so when we go to places um we don't use the equipment first we i let them use their abilities and then we go to the cameras and recordings so we've been to places like the scottish Rite cathedral it's a masonic temple um mm -hmm. you know people's homes uh, places like that so we're trying to figure out actually uh, a virtual investigation for december but we haven't decided on anything yet so if you guys want to come let me know mm. 
Well, Lopaka, is there anything specific that um, people should be on the lookout for, maybe even Halloween 2022, or maybe look forward to in the coming year? As you know, it's it, an election is coming up really soon. Um, mm -hmm. So there is change on the horizon. Um, I mean, is there any thoughts that you could share with us about any, maybe those two topics? Um. <clears throat> For from October, remainder of 2022 and into 2023, um, we as human beings as a whole, especially us who live in Hawaii, because there's been mutterings in the spiritual world for a while that if and when world peace begins, it'll begin in Hawaii. Um, so we have to go back to basics and we have to start learning how to treat each other well and look out for each other you know even though that's not your family your friends your neighbor just look out for everybody and and be kind so even if you got to buy somebody's food when when you're in the driveway at mcdonald's you don't know what that person is going through you might actually save them from making a drastic decision so kindness in 2023 is utmost it's very very important <clears throat> and that's why i tell people toward the end of some of these tours that I want them to picture in their mind the face of the person who needs to hear specifically from them. I love you. Yeah. And those three words might actually, you know, save that person from going the way they're not supposed to, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. It seems like something trivial, but in 2023, kindness is utmost. It's very, very crucial. I think it's so, in a way, it's so beautiful because it's so simple, you know, but then yet as human beings, we want something that's more, not as obvious, I guess, you know what I mean? And it, it's, it is common sense, but yet it's so easy to, to overlook. Yeah, very much. And we do overlook it. And what I tell them is, you know, what's, what's strange about us as human beings is we tend to see the face of the person that we don't like more clearly than the face of the person we love you know and so that has to change too Lopaka, mm -hmm. well, um have there been any i know that you have been busy with your tours have there been any unusual encounters that have happened since we last spoke to you well well a couple of nights ago uh in the middle of the the Waikiki Night Marchers tour to Pilani Park, the spirit of somebody's horse showed up. Mm. And it sounds strange and it sounds ridiculous, but this horse spirit just showed up, walked by. And I was like, what the? And I said, uh, has anybody lost the horse or have, have something to do with the horse? And this couple is looking at each other and this, this uh, young girl says, um, she lived on a ranch for a couple of years as part of this uh, uh, juvenile in recovery kind of program. And there was this horse that she was very close to. And she found out that after she completed and graduated from the program, that the horse actually took its own life. Mm. You know, it, it jumped off a cliff or some kind of hill. And I was like, wow, no one's going to believe me when I tell them. Oh, wow. so, and so that, that's the first time the spirit of an animal has come through. Mm. Wow. Yeah. You know, and I know as we approach Halloween, um, you know, sometimes there might be some sightings. And my question is, 
can you capture a spirit on film? Can you capture a spirit on video? Is that possible? It is, but it depends who's taking the video or who's taking the photograph because it doesn't happen to everybody. <clears throat> and so even when people come on the tour, they get nothing, you know, they'll complain about it. And, you know, it's right. It's okay. But spirits communicate to particular kinds of people. And a lot of times when they want to manifest, it's through that specific person. And if they're holding a camera, then it will be through that camera. So the unique thing about that is it doesn't matter what kind of camera you have. You can have the high-powered one. You can have the Fuji throwaway camera. You know, you can have a junk cell phone. But if it needs to come through, it will come through. And Lopaka, this is kind of a, I don't know, it, it's not as, I don't want to say not as sexy, but I mean, it's like, <laughs> um, so like the, the weather forecasters, you know, I mean, they release the outlook for the, the upcoming uh, season and they say that it's going to be wetter. So we're going to get more mm. rain, right? Um, I mean, some can look at that as a blessing. Um, some people often do. Right. What's the significance of having more rain spiritually? You know, the the anila or the weather sometimes cannot be helped it is what it is you know and that's why i think uh, at some point uh guy Hage should be canonized in the sainthood because <laughs> he gets so much flack but the guy is awesome uh for me like right now i'm about to do this haunted crime tour and it's starting to rain um i'll do a rain chant you know a chant to like calm the rain and sort of make it not rain for as long as it can hold out <laughs> And normally that works for me. Mm. Oh, so interesting. <laughs> no, you don't be so quiet over there. <laughs> I always get a little, um, woo, chicken skin, you know. Lopaka, is there um, one spirit or that always comes to you, whether it be from the ancient Hawaiian times or you always encounter throughout your years? Oh practice my mom Aww. yeah when i'm about to be hard-headed or gonna take the wrong path uh, there's the smell of vicks vapor rub and then uh the small hairs on the side of my head some something or someone will yank it so that's how i know it's my mom <laughs> and she yeah. had the same sense as you did she pass it to you yeah yeah and anyway, what's funny is a couple of months ago I was smelling Vicks Vapor Rub in my room. I was getting all, you know, I was starting to cry and I was telling my wife Vicks Vapor Rub. And she goes, because I was also holding my granddaughter. She goes, no, they put Vicks Vapor Rub on a baby. That's not your mother. I'm so glad to hear that you're doing so well and that you're busy and, you know, everybody go on Lopaka's tours. Me, Brooke, and Knowles, we're, we're overdue for one. We got to find a time when we can all just be brave and go out there and, and learn. Because as Lopaka said, it's not about being scared. It's, it's a learning experience, right, Lopaka? Exactly. But, you know, depending on the circumstances, you might end up getting scared anyway. <laughs> You're supposed <laughs> to encourage us. <laughs> oh, and tell, tell Kiahi Tucker once in a while, uh, wear a tie that doesn't match. <laughs> oh, is there me like is that sending a message to someone? Um, yeah, tell them try not to fall into a routine. I don't know why, but it's something about not falling in, into a routine. So sort of like 
change it up. And whoever it is is saying, you know, sometimes be no scared, wear a tie that doesn't match. Oh. I don't have it all yet, but it's about not falling into a routine. Yeah, you don't have anything like that that you want to say to me before we leave, right? I was going to say to oh, any no. of us that comes through. No, the fact, the fact that you're doing this, this mothership thing, that's what feeds all the positive energy uh, into the space where you guys are at. So you have nothing to worry about. Because oh. female energy is female energy is very, very important. So you guys are doing a good job. Oh, thank you. Okay, we send back the energy to you and and your lovely wife and mahalo mahalo for always making time for us and we wish you the best and we will join you we will join you on your tour okay. i'll hold you to it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> thank you yes we gonna bring